everyone, welcome back to the Wrestling Control Room. I am Adam Helms. I want to welcome you back. You know, in this week's episode, you know, I sat down with the Ramirez brothers, you know, uh, back at the Crossroad House of Pain, back at their event earlier in the month of December. You know, I sat down with these two young men and we just discussed everything that was going on, their their struggles to get to this business, what actually brought them to how one of them got their names, you know, as a tribute. Uh, it, it was a great story, you know. Once I knew I was going to do this podcast again, I knew I had to sit down with these two because they had an inspiring story. And what these young men have done within this year uh, is just truly amazing. And I know one thing, I had to sit down with these guys again just to talk about uh, how their career has gone further but before we jump into that you know once again i want to thank the crossroad house of pain uh for letting me come in and talk with these young men and everything they're students right now uh it it was absolutely wonderful um you know once again thank you to crossroad house pain also uh, a couple weeks ago i was able to go down to the show to southern house of wrestling to see some of the young talent that was there and I'll tell you what, uh, these are two great schools in the state of South Carolina. One, uh, the Crossroad House of Pain is out in Orangeburg, South Carolina. So take a look at that. Uh, you can catch them on Facebook. And also the Southern House, excuse me, yes, the Southern House of Wrestling. Uh, they have a great Facebook page there. Yelling, a lot of young, great talent coming out of there. So uh, I can't wait. And I'm so excited for this week's episode uh, with the Maris Brothers, Chico and Mateo. And, you know, I sat down, had, like I said, had a great conversation with them. So, you know, without further ado, let's sit down and listen to the story of the Ramirez brothers back when I sat down with them in the early part of December. All right, I'm sitting here with the Ramirez brothers, Mateo and Chico. Welcome to the show today. Thank you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it being here. What's up, buddy? So we're still still at um, the Crossroad House of Pain. Um, we actually sat down with Ace Harris a little while ago, and I asked him, before we get into y'all's history, who the next up-and-coming star is. And I have you both here, and one of your names came up. Chico. Your name actually came up and said, the next big star to come out of AWS is you. How do you feel about getting that accomplishment from Ace Harris, uh, the locker room leader right now? That feels good, man. Um... I mean, I dedicate myself and try to do the best I can. And I feel like I've come a long way in a short period of time. Ace is a really good guy, and he's helped me a lot. And I think, I mean, I appreciate what he says about me. Now, y'all are actually brand new to the scene. Less than a year, if I remember correctly. Y'all are, what, eight months in? Eight, nine months? About seven, eight months. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've seen y'all in the ring. Um you know, been able to watch y'all when I'm able to come to the Crossroad House of Pain. So, where did it all begin for y'all? It's kind of like an adrenaline thing. Uh, when I was younger, I was into uh, skateboarding, you know, mm-hmm. high flips and doozies, and he was in the... Uh, I was in high school. I wrestled in high school, and uh, I've been watching wrestling since I was five, six years old, so uh, it's something I've always wanted to do, and now I finally get to accomplish something that I've always wanted to do. So. And you can't, you can't beat brother at the time. You know, I get to work and wrestle with my brother. Yeah. I love brother. There you go. And that's very rare uh, in these days that Blood Brothers actually get to compete. There's a lot of kayfabe uh, brothers in there. 
Um, so, would you have an amateur background? What? How would you describe the difference between having an amateur background to actually going into? I hate to use this phrase, but sports entertainment. Well. Honestly, my type of wrestling is totally different from amateur wrestling. I I like amateur wrestling because that was the only wrestling I could do at the time. But um, it's way different. Amateur wrestling is you're on a mat and you're you know it's more technical stuff, and I'm more high flying, so it's a lot more different and a lot more exciting and fun for me. Okay, um, so. There's a big difference. Were y'all one of the ones that did not listen to that cautionary tale that WWE's put up, don't try this at home? That was me. That was us, 100%. <laughs> yes, sir. While we was, was younger, us. we would be wrestling and trampoline. flipping. Trampoline, especially. Anything you could think of. Yeah, beds. Um, my dad used to have a trailer that had wood on it. We used to have, we were doing a cage match. I mean... This was Matt Hardy, and I was Jeff Hardy. <laughs> so. so, I got to add, because Chico, me and you had the conversation, you first wanted to get your name out there, and it's, uh, it's an homage to your dad. Am yes. I correct? Yeah, yeah, my dad's name was Chico, um, and he passed away when I was 11. We got a bad car accident, so it's kind of like a tribute to him, and kind of love hearing my dad's name be chanted and stuff like that so it, it, makes, it makes me tear up sometimes you know it, it's really uh honor honestly that you can use his name that's awesome so you bring your kids to the shows so that, that's your it. that's love your big fan base oh yeah so so what do your children think about y'all actually doing this they, they we're their biggest heroes yeah they, they love it amazing. man they always they always talking about it when's the next show when's the next show they always make signs for us, and, and don't get me started on the wrestling at the house. <laughs> yeah, they they're they're our biggest fans, man, and that kind of keeps me going too. Mm -hmm. So, you're able to do this together. You know, you've been able to train together. Uh, Y'all both um, came to actually to me, Ronnie York, and everything, and it's like you wanted to do this, and so you actually came to an AWS show, and that's when y'all decided to actually do it. Um, I'll be honest, my, my daughter, she saw them wrestling and we were sitting right in right here at the House of Pain and she turned around and looked at me and she said, Daddy, why can't you do this? And I said, you know what? Why can't I do this? And as soon as the show was over, I came and found y'all and I've been here ever since. So how did it feel? Because y'all are tag team champions right yes, now. Um, actually, this is, we're recording this actually before the biggest show of the year. Uh, ASWA, the All-Star Wrestling Alliance, a bunch of different companies are coming in one, and pretty much AWS Alternative Wrestling Showcase is the showcase company, and y'all are as tag team champions. How did it feel when y'all first won your tag titles? Y'all y'all dethroned the longest reigning AWS champions, oh, uh, Ronnie York and Ace Harris, am I correct? The regular Ace Harris? Big hurdle. They jump over yeah and um especially with their background honestly it was uh very emotional yeah. and exciting and it was just probably one of the best moments i've had so far in my career let's be honest you take the belts home and take inappropriate pictures with them you know, the old Shawn michaels thing uh, no we didn't do that but we did uh we did strap them over our shoulder and walk around you know orangeburg walmart you know get a little bit of high fives and stuff yeah um it was, I mean, I hadn't done nothing like you were saying with Sean Michaels, but um, definitely uh, 
cherish the titles and show them off to everybody. Pretty much. That was, a very, that was a very big accomplishment for me. So, so within the short period of time, because y'all technically you are still in training. Yes, yes sir. Um, have y'all branched off to any other companies yet? Has anyone reached out to y'all? Or um, We've actually had about four or five different other companies kind of throw little heads up and mm -hmm. interested, but uh, we kind of decided, you know, we're going to stick around AWS for a little bit longer. Perfect okay. our craft. That yeah. way, if we go out and branch out, we can show them what House of Pain really the Academy is about. You know, it's a great name. You know, the House of Pain. So I have to ask. Um, you know, I've retired out of the ring, so I don't wrestle anymore. But I, when I took my first bump, that electricity going from one end to the other and knocking yourself out is something oh. that you're either born to do it or you're not. <laughs> How did it feel when you took that first bump? Um, I'm gonna tell you my first training session. It was a, it was way more than I thought it was. I put it that way. Um, but you know, I I kept doing it, and I say the first couple bumps, I was like, man, maybe maybe I can't do this. And then I just kept going, and then I'll say you, I, I don't know if it's just your muscles toughen or something, but the more you do it, a little bit easier. I mean, it's never gonna get all the way gone, but it does get easier. And um, my first big bump, I, the first day I trained, I took a Ric Flair bump off the top rope, front flip, landed on my back. That kind of knocked the breath out of me a little bit, but I mean, ever since then, man, it's like if you're not in that ring, you're ready to get back in that ring. So. And that's pretty much for me too, because uh, he Chico actually started before I did, about a month before, and I came to a show and watched him, and I was like, man, that's cool. So I got invited to go to the training, and uh, stood in the middle, took my first bump. As soon as I landed, it was just like something my my whole life was missing, and I found it. It was just bam, I got to do this. And, and some people, you know, just like we said, you know, some people are natural to it. You know, you you see it on TV, oh, I can do that. I can fall on a trampoline. I can fall on a mattress. Yeah. It's, oh, it's just a big <laughs> trampoline. Until you actually put one of them things yeah, together. And I heard y'all had the opportunity to put the ring together and actually yeah. see what, what those goes beams. You know, and that, that's one of the things to being a young guy in this business is putting those rings together, you know. I have 15 years under my belt, and I still put the ring together. And then you have to realize, oh crap, I'm exhausted from putting that ring together. I still have to go out there and yeah, perform. To perform. Yeah, yeah. Um, do y'all have any aspirations of getting behind the scenes, doing some booking? You know, uh, you know, you put your matches together, and you know, I'm one of the people that I don't like. I like to call it in the ring. I used to like to call it in the ring. I don't, you know. You get your certain spots because like, you feel the crowd. Mm -hmm. And I've seen you two uh, in action, and y'all definitely do feel the crowd. Um, you have them in the palm of your hands. And so that's, that's one amazing. Of the, yeah, it's, it's the greatest yeah, feeling in the world. Great. But I will tell you, the one day y'all do it, being a heel is so much better. It is, it is so much <laughs> easier being a heel. I'm not ready is, for that turn right no. now. <laughs> so that, that was the next thing. It's gonna be, you know, a lot of tag teams are fortunate enough, not unfortunate enough to break up, you know, but the question is, if there was a day that y'all were ever to split up, would you still support each other if, you know, Chico, you go for the heavyweight championship or you go for the no limit championship? Um, would y'all still be in each other's corners? And I'll always support my brother through whatever he does, whether it's in the show or out the show, but uh, there, there's plans down the line that uh we'll see in the future and like i said i always support him but if i get put in the ring against him then 
Once you're in the ring, you're in the ring. It doesn't matter who you are. That's true. Now let's 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 talk about your um influences here. You know, this is uh we're not gonna do a long thing today. We'll probably do about twenty, thirty minutes, keep it short and everything, and we'll come back to revisit once uh everything's done. Let's talk about your influences. Um seeing you both in the ring, I can tell the Hardys. Yes. Big, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Big influence on anyone else. Uh Ray Mysterio. Um, Ray Ray and Punk. Uh, I mean I lo- the Hardys for me. Ray Mysterio, Ray Phoenix, yeah, um, very nice. Ultimo um, Eddie Guerrero, a little Eddie Guerrero. I can I can see that in y'all's, you know, in your matches and everything. I see a little Eddie in there. I see a little Ray. Um, so, of course, y'all are way younger than me. You're what? Still in your twenties? Twenty-eight. Okay. So y'all grew up right, right during the Monday Night Warriors. Oh yeah. So when it was good. When. Yeah, when I grew up, it was NWA. Yeah. Um, showing my age there a little bit, but you know, I went to WCW. Being from the Carolinas, huge Ric Flair fan. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, y'all grew up in the Attitude Era, right when the Hardys, Edge and Christian, was coming up. Yeah. Stone Cold, exactly. So you were y'all more a Monday Night Raw, or were y'all more a Nitro? No, Raw. I like Raw myself too. I was a Raw yeah. fan. I mean, I did watch um, some Rey Mysterio because at the time he was on WCW. Mm-hmm. Um, but and Eddie Guerrero also. Um, but most all, like when I was younger, it was more like on Raw was like the Hardys and um, Edge and Christian, and maybe mm-hmm. Stone Cold and The Rock. Yeah, Edge and Christian you know? was big too. Right, right around the time the big tag team mm-hmm. was started, started yeah. and everything, like you, then you had the Dudley's coming. Yeah, is good too. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. you started with your TLC matches and everything yeah. like that. So, and a little bit, we'll do a fast round thing like I did with Ace and everything. And some of the answers you get are, they're a little funny. But um, in the ring right now, you ha- you've had some opportunities to face the regular Aces. You face, um, you've been training with Lazarus Black a little bit. You know, me and him go way back. Um, my, my question to you is so far the people that you've seen come through the door this year, um, that you haven't had the chance to wrestle yet. Who are y'all looking forward to wrestling? Honestly, I want to wrestle ice cream truck. Yeah. <laughs> I want to have a tag match with ice cream truck. That's, that's, that's a big side of beef for the ring. That right? would be a very interesting and fun match. We haven't had the chance to actually face some. Super heavyweight, heavyweight people. Mm-hmm. Um, be a new as of us being, you know, light heavyweight people. So mm-hmm. I think that would help us out. We um, try to get, learn how to do advantages on a bigger opponent. So, and let um, the locker room know who's out here. Yeah. Um, and I mean, honestly, we haven't faced Laz or uh, Ryan. We trained with Laz, but too. Ryan and Laz, uh, Black Society, that mm-hmm. probably, I would probably like to wrestle them too. That would be good. I hope you got the chest to pull well, I, I've gotten a massive chop from Sheik himself at Barbershaw and he done lit me up so same <laughs> so let's let's talk about uh your trainers let's talk about Akbar and let's talk about Ronnie real quick they run the Crawford House of Pain so how, how are their training methods Absolutely. Um, they're great they're they're a lot different uh because I guess, you know, Akbar and Ronnie were trained by two different people. Mm-hmm. Um, Ronnie's more of like a technical... Um, Foundation. Founda- yeah, like on the ground kind of trainer. Mm-hmm. And Akbar's kind of a, really an overall um, 
anything you want to learn, he pretty much can teach you. So if he doesn't know, I've even experienced it. He'll go and learn it to, to teach us, to, just to be able to teach you. Um, so, but they're they're uh, yeah. both phenomenal trainers. Uh, I have nothing bad to say about any of them. Um, right, you work they're both great guys. And I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know how to ask for better trainers. Honestly. Any serious injuries happen yet with the yeah. here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've stumped my toe in my first month that still has not healed. Um, <laughs> I've dislocated my shoulder, uh, and I've injured my neck once. I broke my big toe on Hugh Dash's head. That's a big head. Yes, yes. That's a hard head I insecured him, and I broke my big toe in our match. Um, I've actually pulled something in my neck that still kind of bothers me now, but I'm kind of getting that going through now and i've had a sprained ankle but nothing real major it's not fake (laughs) no not at all and you know on show days you know aws runs every other weekend Mm -hmm. which i i i kind of like um so what y'all's regular job has doing this affected y'all's work because you're both mechanics both master mechanics um it just depends because sometimes see our our job runs seven days a week so sometimes we're off on sunday Sometimes I got to work on Sunday, and if I got, if I do four or five matches on that Saturday, and then the next morning I got to go to work at 8 o'clock, yeah, that's kind of a hectic deal. You got to get on, you're sore, and if you got injured the night before, I mean, you still got to go make that money, so. But if you want it, then that's something you have to accept. You know, you got to pay your bills if you want to make your dreams. See, and and that's that's the day a lot of people these days is they, they won't complain. Mm-hmm. And here y'all are, black and blue and bruised. My trainer, um, which I haven't had a chance to meet yet, maybe, but the Amazing Velvet, did a hardcore match, and his whole chest was covered, you know, in blood and mm-hmm. just, like, blood blisters. And he worked at a grocery store, and so, like, his shirt started sliding up a little bit, and you would see the bruises all over his arm. You know, I'd, I work in television, and, like, I'd sit down for that so long after a match and I stand up and you can't you like you're walking like you're an old yeah, man. Yeah. And they're like, you're in your thirties. How are you doing this still? Yeah. But you know that's that's a big compliment to do because first off, your regular job isn't an easy job. No, no sir. And then you're coming to do this. So that shows you how strong Will you are and physically and everything like that. And I guarantee you your your children are proud of you and um, your significant others are as well. Speaking of that, how were they, how are your significant others when you say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm in my 20s, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be a wrestler? Well, I'm gonna be honest, my fiance is very, very supportive. Um, Super supportive. She didn't really know a lot about wrestling when we got together and kind of introduced her to it and she comes and supports me and we done went to, you know, big venues like WWE, you know, mm-hmm. and showed her all that. She loves it, man. She doesn't change from not knowing nothing to loving it. She watches wrestling with me all the time. She's always here to support me. She always, and when I got to come to training, we got five kids together. So she watches the kids while I come to training. She's always been a very supportive. And Mateo Ramirez is currently single, so. Ladies, yay. Come and see me. <laughs> was was she already a wrestling fan or no. she just came to support you and no, then no. Well she was she didn't really know nothing about wrestling when we first met. Um we actually our anniversary was the other day. We found we were together for three years now. Um but you know, she didn't really know nothing about wrestling and I introduced her to it. And at first it was before I started here at House of Pain. Um we just would watch it on T V and she kinda getting a 
you know, getting into it a little bit. And then we went to our first show in Aiken. They had a WWE main event. Um, mm -hmm. And it was awesome. And she loved it. And then about a month later, that's when we came to this show. And I was like, well, let's go to this local show, you know. And then that's when I signed up to start How training. did you hear about the um, show? Uh, One Stop Auto. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, little Dave that runs that shop. Uh, I've known them for 10 years. And I went by there one day. And he had a poster on the wall and i said where's that at he told me where it was he's like yeah man he said go down there and check him out so that's when i came down here and then after the show you know my, like i said my daughter said why can't you do that and i'm thinking myself why can't i so that's when i come and found you there you, you go know, got me in the door <laughs> that's awesome so we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> wind it down a little bit okay cool yeah we got we got a few more minutes so we can do the fast track but first off before i get to the fast tracking Proudest moment so far? Is it winning the tag titles or is it your actual first match? Oh, well, I, got, I got two. I'm going to say yeah. <clears throat> my tag match, that's definitely one of them. The second one would be when I finally beat Hugh Dash for the light heavyweight title. Mm -hmm. um, we was in a lumberjack match and I finally won and everybody was so proud of me. Like all the wrestlers got in the ring and picked me up and held me up. Like, that's probably one of my proudest moments. I think for me probably is the tag match, uh, winning the belts and mm -hmm. retaining them for so long. And also, man, there's this one match that I had with Akbar Bashar, <laughs> and I cut a swan time from ringside to ringside, and perfect like turnbuckle, turnbuckle, yeah, turnbuckle, wow. turnbuckle, wow. coast to coast swan time, beautiful, and that is probably one of my proudest achievements. In there. That's awesome, and you have all this and doing it less than a year yes so that that's that's totally awesome i know y'all are working for multiple companies aws five star yeah everything like that more more yeah the, the list goes on i showed up today and they're like yeah we got tapings going on i was like oh what's going on and i'm like geez how many companies do you run out of this bill <laughs> but it's a, it's a great learning thing it gives y'all yeah. it, it gives you very, it's a lot of experience and it, the lock it, it is like no other the lock yeah that was, that was my next question what do you think about this like because you have a lot of veterans coming yeah. in guys that are still young you know you have like we talked about ronnie and akbar we talked about lazarus ryan mantis coming through i mm -hmm. i remember ryan mantis was over 300 pounds he, he was a big dude but he can move yeah. like oh anything. yes oh yeah you've had chief j eagle yeah. walk through here yeah. um, oh. did you have an interest in conversation oh with yeah Jay? yeah a long conversation actually he's he's, he's a good got guy. a lot of knowledge you know you can sit there and soak it up yeah, Jay, Jay's one of them people that I absolutely love. If you ever get the chance to go to Bowling Springs to work at APW, I I would. Some people might tell you, no, don't do it, but I I recommend you actually doing that. Also, there's a company down in Charleston, Battleground, more than what you know, come down. Um, Alaska and tell you all about that. But there's so many things y'all talked about: ice cream truck, dump truck, and squeaks the clown. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why you want. Wrestle those two dudes. Like I had to reinforce the ring anytime they're in there. But they're, they're two really great like, dudes. Well, they're, we we me and the Ramirez brothers, we're definitely smaller guys, but we definitely got big hearts, and we ain't scared no to take on no challenge. See, that's 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 what I love. We'll about take them. on anybody who wants to step in the ring with us. Okay. So every podcast you see him everywhere. Spotify. You saw when JBL did his little thing, little fast round thing. All right, here we go. WCW, WWE, WWE, 
Okay. NWO DX. DX. Which. Uh, I don't know about that one. I like DX. I'll see. Well, see. I, I have the like in between on that one. DX in the beginning, but then X Pac went over to NWO, so I kind of followed with him because I. I like him a lot. So, so you like you like the original DX or Triple A, yeah. Sean Rude and China, yeah. and then when when that Wallman went over to NWO to be six. Okay, yeah, that's how the Immortal Hulk Hogan or Hollywood Hogan, Hollywood, Hollywood, definitely. Okay, Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes. Ooh, I'm mm, gonna say Dusty, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, I gotta go Dusty okay. Rhodes, man. Get, tell me why. Because he was a showman. Like, Ric Flair does now, do I, it. Woo! I'll, I'll never... I'll never Dusty um, Rose was entertaining. I'll never down Ric Flair. Because yeah, that man yeah. is a, a, legend. a legend. And so is Dusty Rose. But I, I don't know. Something about how he talked. How Dusty he just, he just it, was man. real country. And he was... Mm-hmm. You could tell he was from the South. Like, you know, and... I don't know. He just and then he just polka dots. Thing. And he would and polka they would, dots. You had you to get with polka dots. They <laughs> would throw anything at that man to try to make him fail, and he would still come back on top. So I, okay. I respect Dusty Rhodes. Manager wise, Paul Heyman, Paulie Dangerously, or Jim Cornette. Paul Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Yeah. You like Heyman with Lesnar or Heyman with Reigns? Lesnar. Exactly. He could get anyone over. Okay. Yeah. ECW. GCW, ECW, Sabu, Sam, all of them. Yeah. Oh man. Well, we're getting we're getting near to the end of the time. So, where can they find you uh, on social media? Anything like that? Um, we're on Facebook. Uh, Matthew or Mateo Ramirez. Uh, well, my mine's, uh, mine's under Sean Perry, but and Matthew um, Renfro. Mm-hmm. My work name is Chico Ramirez. You can find me at Sean Perry on Facebook. I don't have no Twitter or nothing like that. Um, we got a lot of companies that's on YouTube. Yeah, um, YouTube. You can go check ahead and us tell out. us. You can check us out on YouTube at Alternative Wrestling Showcase or either um, Global Wrestling League. Um, and we also got a new promotion coming on there, uh, War Wrestling Anarchy Revolution. And we also are on Five Star Pro Wrestling on YouTube. Yep. Well, gentlemen, thank you once again. Thank you very and we're, much, we're, Mr. Adam. Once uh let's do it in about another year and see where y'all headed from there sounds good man man. thank y'all thank you oh man was it great sitting down with chico and mateo other Ameris brothers man i i I love talking to them too i could have talked to them forever but we had to get the show on the road so they could defend their tag team titles later on that night and i had the opportunity to be their ring announcer that night so i love i love this business and i love getting the chance to be part of that show but you know chico talking about naming himself after his father you know that resonated with me a lot um because it was something it is still something that me and my father share to this day i was lucky enough to have my father be my first um referee in my impromptu match and that was just something that he absolutely loved you should have seen his eyes light up when i asked him to be the referee for the match and uh, it's something that we'll always be able to share together. So sharing wrestling with your father really means a lot to me. And there's a lot of guys in this business who share that opportunity with their father. And we'll explore that later on in some episodes. But, man, it was so great to sit down and just listen to what this year has been, what 2022 uh, has been for the Ramirez brothers, starting out in this business, being fans, going to a show, and then actually applying their craft. And it, 
you know, you hear the words natural in the ring. If you see these two, they're absolutely naturals. So it was great to sit down and talk with them. Um, once again, you know, thank you for joining us. I want to thank the Crossroad House of Pain uh, for giving me the opportunity to sit down and speak with Ace Harris and the Ramirez brothers this past couple episodes. So we could see a little side of them. But for future episodes, uh, we got we got a lot of things in the work. We'll be sitting down with uh, NWA Hall of Famer. Susan Tex Green for a very in-depth interview with her. Uh, her history is going to take several episodes, so we'll split that up. But also um, around the Pike, uh, I'll be sitting down reviewing some wrestling pay-per-views. And the first, the first one will be Starcade 1990, the main event, the Black Scorpion versus Sting in the cage, and you also had the Pat O'Connor Memorial Tournament Tag Team Tournament. So. We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll give a review, and I'll do an in-depth on each match. But once again, I want to thank you for being here and listening. Uh, thank you once again. This is Adam Helms. This is the Wrestling Controller.